0: you
1: Feminine Critique episode 100 and something in the teens maybe 114 maybe 115 who's counting clearly not me I'm Emily
2: and I'm Christine I'm not counting either
1: thank you thank you for not trying to show me up
2: that's true i i put out as little effort as possible so you always look like the one that's got <laughs> uh, it together
1: see everybody i i <laughs> i have a plan uh some might say that it's um cunning Others might just say it's lazy. I don't know. You you pick your camp. But we are the Feminine Critique, and on today's episode, what are we going to be talking about?
2: We're talking about Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Was that 2018?
1: Seven, 18? 18. Last year was 18, right? So 2018. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> feels uh, like a long time ago. Everything feels like a long time ago. We've gotten old... Time mm-hmm. is going faster or slower. I don't know. It's just like we walked through the shimmer and everything is just off. I'm just going to say that.
2: I think that's accurate. Yeah.
1: Uh, we will also be talking about a lot of movies, probably, and stuff that we've been watching because it's been a little, a little bit since we last recorded, hasn't it? It's like been a month, I think. Something like that. Longer than that, I think. Oh, boy. Eh, maybe not. Yeah, something. I don't know. It's, it's been, <laughs> uh, you know. it's been at least a Chinese New Year. So technically, it's a new year. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, Christine. Yes. What have you been watching that is not Annihilation? Okay.
2: I'm trying to figure out what my what my um, recommend is going to be.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should do that, shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: got it. Um, so I'll try to zip through them. Um, the first one I can't remember where we watched it, and this is the problem with you know recording once in a blue moon. It's it was a movie called Ride. You did not R- talk about this. Yeah, R mm-hmm. I D E. I had um, I'm looking it up on the IMDb right now. Emma Roberts is in it.
1: Okay, o- always enjoy oh, her. Does she play a bitch? This?
2: No, no, not Emma uh, Roberts. I'm sorry, Bella Thorne. Um,
1: oh. they they are essentially the same person, Look. right? I, this, Ride has a real, um, what, what's that other movie that Emma <laughs> Robertson in? It's not uh, oh, Nerve? Rerve. Nerve? No, nerve. it's Nerve. It's... <laughs> Rerve, nerve, nerve, oh,
2: Look, it, it's got, it's got a, that kind of vibe to it, to be honest okay. with you. Um, but anyways, Ride is a movie, it is a small, tiny, quiet little movie about, like, uh, like an Uber-ish driver. Okay, and um, he picks some guy up, and then the guy ends up being kind of nefarious, and he ends up picking up Bella Thorne. And like, it's this—it's an interesting movie, and bad things happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I really liked it for some reason. I wish I could remember why. It's got terrible reviews and really bad IMDb score, but I liked it a lot. That's okay. I'm intrigued enough.
1: I like Bella Thorne.
2: I do too. And I thought she was fun in it. And like the male, like the the male protagonist is, is a black dude, which I again Mm -hmm. appreciate like in your like this isn't horror, like in a supernatural way, it's, you know, like suspense, thrillery, but like, I like when you have a a a diverse cast, like it's not just. Yeah. It's one of those.
1: Yeah. It's just a smart thing to do when you're making a movie now.
2: Yeah, and if you can't find it, it's 2018. It's it's called Ride, and Bella Thorne is in it. Okay. I don't think it's streaming. I don't think that's how we watched it. Was it Red, Redbox? Okay. Um, I I liked it so much, and I couldn't understand all the negative reviews. Yeah. I don't know. If, if anybody watches it and hates it, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. Um, you know what a movie was that I didn't like?
1: You're going to so, tell me now.
2: It's, it's kind of it seems like it came and went out of the theater, so it doesn't seem particularly relevant right now. But um, it was Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. <gasps> and
1: oh my god! Serenite. I have, okay, so don't <laughs> give anything away because I don't know done. the crazy twist, but I keep hearing oh, I people talk about this crazy twist, and people, I th- Randy actually said to me, I think he went to see it, he texted me after, he's like, You need to see this movie.
2: Um, I don't think you'll like it. Okay. Because twist aside, it is extremely weak. Okay. It, it, I would need to see it again, again. So much time. I would need to <laughs> see it again to tell you all of my grievances, but mm. I had many. Interesting. Um, it was just. It was just a real like dude story mm-hmm. about dude emotions. Okay. And I, I just didn't like it. It was. It's like. Um, I'm. I have taken a forgetful pill today. It's (laughs) like a really bad version of Nocturnal Animals.
1: Okay, but I feel like a really bad version of Nocturnal Animals could be so bad it's entertaining. Is it? Was it not for you? I mean,
2: no. I I don't. Just because something is batshit doesn't mean like it's got anything there for me. Okay, it's not. It's not good. It's. I feel like it's inept. And but it is kind of
1: batshit, is what you're saying.
2: I mean, I guess if you uh, if you can see, Pat, but like I feel like, and I could be speaking out of turn. I feel like one or two, th- one of two things is happening, or one of two impressions is going to be made. It's either batshit or it's inept. Like you can't view it as both. So if you're predisposed to find it to be a really poorly made movie, you're not going to care that it's. Like crazy and off the wall.
1: Okay, I got it. Uh, When it hits streaming, is when I will probably watch it, and it will. Yeah. Oh, there. You know, there's some movies that you just know. You're like, I'm not even going to put that on my DVD queue because I know that's going to be streaming.
2: Um, I had high hopes. I thought it would be subversive and weird and like, like not for the mainstream, you know. But then it was just bad.
1: Mm, Got it.
2: Okay. And not like bad. Like I didn't get it. Not like that. <laughs> I got it. Oh, I got it. But um, anybody that likes it, that's fine. They probably got something out of it that I didn't. I just was like, oh, and I don't get bored in movies that often. Mm. Like, when I go to the theater and I was
1: bored. Interesting.
2: Um, You might have seen this movie go by if you haven't already seen it. It is streaming, I believe, on Netflix. And it is a movie called Mara.
1: Mara. It a- sounds familiar. Let me, let me look um, at it.
2: The lady that's in it had like a hot minute with she it felt like she was in everything, but she's in that Oblivion movie. She's very pretty. I like her a lot.
1: Olga Koyinko. Um, wasn't she yes. a Bond
2: girl? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like her. So that I mean, it was nice that she was in it. Um, it's got some really cool ideas. It's like about sleep and a sleep mm. demon. And and there's like a couple creepy things in it, but I think it it overstays its welcome at an hour Eek. and thirty eight,
1: which is which yeah, it's not a good thing.
2: <laughs> like that that's that's a pretty tight runtime. <laughs> so that is not a recommend, but it's not poorly made, and it's not like bad. It just wasn't remarkable. Mm. So I mean, if anybody's hovering on it, I say go for it if you think you might like it. Um. Ugh. I don't know why I picked this movie. We watched The Founder, which is that Michael Keaton movie. About yeah, McDonald's Ryan wants to watch that. I, look. Good luck.
1: <laughs> that bad? I. I.
2: I hated it. Wow. Like yes, very bad. And you know, and you know, I'm sure it's come up on this show because I mean, we covered Birdman. I don't really like Michael Keaton, mm-hmm.
1: but that's not what my problem was. Was your problem the story or just the way it was being told? Oh, okay, got it. Yeah,
2: there's so like they like he's the dude that steals McDonald's from mm-hmm. the the McDonald bro or the, yep. the, those brothers, and that was they were more interesting. I always want to watch that.
1: Okay, here's I a question didn't... I need to know: Are there a lot of Ronald McDonald appearances? None. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> well, if there were, then, then I don't didn't. know that I could handle it. I I. Had So, I mean, like a lot of human beings, I, you know, had a, it's still kind of, I clowns are creepy. I still find them creepy. But well, as a kid, I creepy. found them terrifying. And somehow, I don't know how, there was like a small hand-sized Ronald McDonald doll that ended up in my bedroom as a kid. And I didn't know where it came from, and it was, like, in the middle of my floor, and it sat in the middle of my floor for two years until we moved, because I never wanted to touch it, because I, I always had an image of it biting me. Uh, and oh, when no. we moved, I think I must have, like, just not packed it, and it probably, like, stayed in our house forever, and I've always been convinced that one day it's going to come back at me. But anyway.
2: There's no Ronald in
1: this, don't worry. Well, that is important for me to know. Thank you. <laughs>
2: um, if I mean, you guys, he might like it, you might like it. I just, I didn't, it was shocking how bored I was. Like, I didn't expect that. Because, yeah. like, I, I don't mind, like, a
1: biopic, biopic. kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. um, Zach had never seen Hannah, and there's oh. a Hannah show. Yeah.
1: And it that's that's another Canada. movie that I like is on my list of like I need to watch with Brandon, but I'm so afraid he's not going to like it.
2: I I don't remember I liked it the first time I saw it, but I think I, I maybe liked it a little less this time. Mm, okay. Um but the visuals were still there yeah, for me. It was still yeah. a Joe Wright movie like yep. I still I still liked it. Like, okay. That that end part where she's um Her and Kate Blanchett are, like, in that old rundown, like, amusement park kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still so visually striking. I think about it all the time, so. Um, But I want to watch that show. Mm. Um, Let's see. What else? Oh, um, so
1: did you you watch Velvet Buzzsaw? No, I didn't. I feel like I'm not cool anymore. Like, people talk about things, and I, like, hear about them a little bit, but I... I don't really know what's <laughs> going on. And so I, I know people were talking You're about Golden so Saw. I see so, that my brother was apparently watching it on my Netflix account, but I have not watched it myself. Oh.
2: So, um, yeah. Did you see that other movie? I'm, 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 blank- <laughs> I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Nightcrawler. There it is. Sorry. No, I did um, not
1: see Nightcrawler. Which is very good. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I know people it loved lot. it. I just never watched it.
2: So um, that dude then... Gets Jake Gyllenhaal and Renee Russo back together for Velvet Buzzsaw. Okay. Um, and it's like this satire of like the art world and what is art and who decides what art is. Um, it's not scary. It's cheesy. It's, but it's, it knows it is. And mm. I don't understand why people don't like
1: it. Okay. Because I, I mean, I didn't like it. Yeah, I feel it. like I've heard some people really not like it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I I didn't like, I'm not going to like throw it a parade. I didn't love it, but I I liked it and I got what it was trying to do. And I, it did, it does make you think like, well, this is popular because somebody decided it was Mm -hmm. there. That's like, there's this clear, like through line of like, there are tastemakers and they are the ones who make and break people. It's not necessarily talent. And I think that's interesting and and relatable and, you know, always a thing in media, mm-hmm. like who decides what shows super sure. popular.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I liked it. If yeah. you get around, I'll, to I'll it, give it a go. I just added it to my queue. Um, you might have. Do you have Shutter? I do now. Yes, I've had okay. it for a couple of weeks now.
2: Okay, so I thought I thought so. You had been asking about it. I thought I had been. So we watched a movie called Cold Skin. I don't know if it's you... on my Inter- oh,
1: Shutter I... Queue. I think. Tell me about Cold Skin.
2: It is um, about this little island, and there are these like sea monsters there, okay. and they attack it. But also, um, the Punisher fucks a sea monster,
1: and the Punisher Ray Stevenson Punisher. Yeah, Ooh. I don't like this movie. <laughs> oh, but I like him, and I could watch him nah it You're... comes across real
2: inappropriate and creepy oh,
1: oh so it's like rapiness or i don't
2: feel like she had the ability to consent because he abused her oh, oh, so i
1: don't want to watch the punisher well, rape so she... a mermaid.
2: They, ne- they never really tell you how like you know able these creatures are to like understand human emotion and consent. Okay. So it okay. was just, he, and also he abuses her. And then like the, uh, it's a whole thing. I don't, you didn't need it. It was a cool premise. Like it looks cool. Mm. The island's cool. The monsters are okay looking. Like co- it could have been cool, but basically it's a love triangle. Mm. Okay. Why did,
1: why did I do that, Emily? I don't know. It I might not that. bother you. Who
2: it might not bother that? you as much as it bothered me. Uh, I mean it. it
1: I don't. Um. Doesn't say who directed it. Mm. Now, now I'm kind of curious to watch it just to see if it will bother me so much.
2: I I would definitely not tell somebody not to watch it. I wouldn't say okay. don't watch that movie. Like I just it, there were things in it that like I was on the edge, and then certain things happened, and I was like, oh, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh that's something something to know. Who? Oh, it's oh, you know who directed it. Xavier, Javier, Xavier, Jens, who did um, Frontiers, which was the French film. Yes. Yep. yep, Yeah. He did um, The Divide, which I liked, but I know some people hated, which was a nuclear war, a bunch of people hole up in a bunker and really Mm -hmm. do really bad stuff to each other. Um, He is he is a mean director, I would say.
2: And and but like this is this and I'm okay with that. But it was just like you know when you're like plotting out a movie. <laughs> Sometimes people make like important plot points that I don't understand.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And like, kind like Zach and I talk about it a lot. Like, when did every movie become a girl, like yeah, tied to a ch- tied yeah, to a chair yeah. or a woman trapped in a room? And like, I- I've become kind of tired of of these things. Sure. So if I had seen this movie, I don't know, maybe even three years ago, I might have had a different opinion. But like now, I'm just kind of like,
1: yeah, give I me something know. else.
2: Like, and, it, it, and there are mean things in it, but that's not what stands out as like the things that kind of turned
1: me off. Okay, yeah, that I can just deal with he, a mean movie. He's he's a rough. I feel like he he makes, and, and I don't dislike his film. The films I, I've seen of his, I've liked, but at the same time there are movies that can uh, are going in a direction that is not necessarily a fun one. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. You know, I'll check it out.
2: I, I mean, it's, I, and I like shutter a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So like, this is, this is, I get why somebody would acquire this. I get why somebody would put it up. I get why somebody would like it. I would never pass judgment on that. But like, for me, oh, that's not it. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Um, so oh, maybe this should be my recommend. No, it's not. I believe this is on Hulu, and it is called A Crooked Somebody. I don't know. It, it, it is about a fake psychic. Okay. Played by Rich Sumner, Summer Sumner. I can't ever say his name right. He was um on The Office. He's the dude when Pam goes to college. That like.
1: Oh yeah, he I know what you mean. And him. he's um he's Harry on the on, on not The Office. On there that you ben. go. Yeah, he's a dick uh, on The Office.
2: Yeah, yeah. See, so we got it. We oh, did yeah. it. Yeah. We got there. Perfect. So this is a movie about a fake psychic and it is it turns into like a, a murder mystery kind of thing. It's interesting and neat and does things I didn't expect it to. Mm-hmm. And um the lady who played I think it's Anna on um Downton Abbey, if you're a Downton Abbey I never Abbey watched fan. it. Nope. <laughs> But, everybody, there's something here for you. If you like <laughs> Down Navy, and like Mad Men. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It's, I would recommend it. Um, it's interesting and, and different enough to hold one's attention okay. for an hour and 42 minutes. Ooh. Ugh. You know what movie I didn't like? Stargate.
1: I watched that a couple of years ago because I had never seen it, and I watched it with Brandon and I, I didn't hate it, but I remember falling asleep.
2: I I don't know why I had a real problem with the way that they like imagined this other planet.
1: I like have <laughs> no memory of it. And that's weird because it's a really <laughs> a creative game. movie. <laughs>
2: It right? really is, yeah. And I remember, I remember it being on when I was a kid. So I've, I mean, I know what it's about effectively, and I had seen it. And then it was never, a TV
1: show for like it ran for a couple of years, I think, on Showtime. There might
2: have been multiple offshoots, yeah, too. yeah. It had yeah. a life.
1: It didn't do well in the theaters, but it had a life after,
2: for sure. And like the premise of it is amazing, yep. but like for some reason, watching it, I felt a big disconnect, and I couldn't get over these weird hurdles I set up for myself of. Uh, why would they look like that? Mm. Well, Why would they do that? Uh, it was weird. I don't usually get hung up on stuff like that, but sad to say it didn't play for old lady me. <laughs> um, re- we, re- we rewatched The Thing because there was a blizzard nice. here. Oh, nice.
0: Adorable. Yeah, it was
2: crazy. Yeah. And then we watched Frozen, not the Disney movie, okay. the Adam Green movie. Zach had never seen it. Um, How well, does that hold, hold up? up? I only saw it the hold one time. Up. Nice. And he can be a little troublesome now and again, but I thought yeah. this, I thought this movie overall was it's still solid.
1: Yeah, we, we we've I mean we covered Hatchet and Hatchet Two, and did not have kind things to say about Adam Green <laughs> yeah. as a director of those films. But if memory serves, like I really liked Frozen when I saw it that one time. And I've been kind of because I think is it on Netflix or Shutter? It's streaming somewhere. It might be. You might be right about yeah. Um, Shutter. And I've kind of thought about rewatching it because it's also one that I, like Brandon hasn't seen, and I feel like it might be a fun watch together just because it's just a tense frozen it's, movie. It's really
2: effective. The yeah. things that you remember be like the big moments you remember being yep. effective. Still are. Okay. They, it it doesn't look cheesy. It doesn't look bad. The characters aged well. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you feel empathy for them. It, it's good. Yeah.
1: All right. I might give it a rego. So, good
2: for you, Adam yeah. Green, because I know you are an avid listener.
1: <laughs> Probably not after our hatchets episode.
2: <laughs> um. Saw Happy Death Day 2. <gasps> Me too. Did you love it? No. What? It, it wasn't that good. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It all, It'll, oh, I don't want to spoil it oh, for
1: the listeners,
0: but how? like so,
2: so in it she has to make a choice.
1: It and the to a lot that, of choices. Yeah.
2: You no, know, the big choice. Well, yeah. But the fact that they boiled it down to that is really hacky. Oh, I don't.
1: I disagree
2: because Heck, first, of guys, all... we're gonna spoil mm. Happy Death Day Two for a second. Okay. So yeah. Let, let's let's wanna...
1: get into this. So we're we're spoiling Happy Death Day Two. So first of all, did you I mean I I sobbed. I cried in that scene. No. Wow. Okay.
2: But why would it. they the whole first one is like her over it, it, very groundhog day e mm-hmm. her over time getting to know that boy and like like developing genuine feelings and it being really beautiful and organic. But this one is like Okay, well, you have to you have to pick between this boy and your mom. I don't. I didn't take it just as that though.
1: To me, it oh, was like really she had to. So, yeah, she had to choose between. But it wasn't just this boy. It was this reality that she had come to really do it. Like in this reality, right? In reality, one, she had developed as a person. She had figured her shit out. She had made amends with people. Like she had it all laid out, and like kind of knew where to go from here and then this other reality everything is shit again because she's back to people thinking she's awful it's and sure she could rebuild that but most importantly like the main thing is but her mom is here but the flip of that is like I don't know that's it's also a lot of like you know you you can't wish away things because now this isn't this wasn't her reality Right The reality in which her mother was still alive was not hers. She was not the same person in that. I think the key thing is when she realizes as she, like she's looking through pictures says like I don't that's not me I, the person that's celebrating my birthday today is not the person that took a picture with you last year and uh, it's not fair for me to live in this reality where uh, I don't I don't belong here. Is kind of what I took from that
2: I think. You are giving this a lot of credit, and if that is in fact what was done, they really dumbed it down. Huh. It was it it was just it 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 didn't work. It for me it oh, didn't work. I
1: enjoyed that, it so much,
2: and I thought like, oh, cool, it's going to be a different movie, and it was the same movie but worse somehow.
1: I and, the only thing, like honestly, my only gripe with it was. The, and again, we're spoiling things when like you, you get the reveal of, um, the doctor like that, oh, there's, there is another killer. It's the doctor or if it's, it's his wife, that whole thing like made no sense to me. Cause I'm like, wait, wait, why does she, why does his wife have to kill her? How does, what does this have to do with it? Like that seemed convoluted and unexplained, but I, I didn't, I accepted it and just, I went to see it with Jason and Eddie and we were all like, yeah, but who cares? Cause it's just so much fun.
2: Yeah, I, I actually didn't that didn't bother me at all. I thought okay. it was the natural progression of the story because they had already everyone else had already been the killer. Well,
1: and apparently in the initial ending of the first film, um, she was supposed at the very end of that film, after she gets through the day, it was going to end with her being in the hospital and the doctor's wife killing her. And so that like, even though she got through all this at the end, it was a different killer and it's a doctor's wife and so on. And like test audiences were like, fuck you, you can't like you made us love this character and you let her grow and now you you can't do that. Mm -hmm. So I think this was also very much like a direct continuation of a story we didn't necessarily see in the first film, I guess.
2: No, I, I mean, I, I get it. I, I really think that it, your breakdown of it is is very beautiful and very kind, and that's not at all what I saw. I saw a very trite, silly mom or boy movie, and also like the stuff with the her sorority sister was clearly there was a part added in.
1: Well, so, no, no, no. Let me tell you something. You know okay. what part they added in? They added in the part where at the at where last year when I saw Happy Death Day and waited for some kind of stinger at the end, it didn't get it. And I turned to Jason and said, "You know how that movie should have ended? Should have been a post credit sequence where the sorority girl wakes up and realizes she's living the same day over and over again." So somebody bugged my conversation and was well, like, that's how we're going to end part two.
2: And and that's completely fine, but I, th- I think they, like, they, that was fine. I, I was fine with that. They literally added her cheating on that kid. Oh, yeah. So that we would hate so her. So we have that. Yeah, does It doesn't make sense anywhere else nope. in the movie, because she then goes and helps them without, like, flinching. She full, like, whole hog goes and helps them. Yeah.
1: And yeah, no that one... that was because she was going to get to be an actor, right?
2: But... So uh, they do this weird thing where they're manipulating us into thinking that it's okay, that, like, because she's actually... Yeah, they 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 do that. She's actually Yeah, it's it's the...
0: um...
1: I call it like the Nazi rule, like the breaking bad Nazi rule of season five of, okay, we need to make sure that you're back on Walter White's side. So when in doubt, we're going to introduce Nazis because the Nazis are worse than everybody. So make her be a bad person. That is fair.
2: And I don't, I I would, you know what? I would watch it again and talk about it with you on this (laughs) show. Um, I was also exhausted and had literally slept like two hours the night before. So maybe I would watch it again and not feel so, um, negatively but I, I don't know and then there's that whole expectation versus reality like i liked the first one so much maybe my expectations were too high
1: okay um we're we're just on different pages on this one i just thought it was fun i think she is such a treasure, and i want to oh, watch yeah, her in everything great. um i mean i laughed out loud a lot uh and also cried and did not expect that going into happy death day to you
2: Well, I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. Me too. Is it it doing well?
1: I don't think it's doing as well as the first one.
2: That's a bummer. Yeah. I'd still take another one. Me too. Totally.
1: I feel like you need to wrap it up. Like, you need one more. Keep
2: it going. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Um, We watched Valentine for valentine's day
1: okay that's a movie i haven't seen probably in a good 10 years how how does that hold up quote unquote
2: that movie is wild you should
1: watch it i need to Um, i remember the ending it has a good ending or a good reveal rather yeah
2: apparently there's like a like a blu-ray of it or there's i've some heard that
1: release. there's some big release coming out like that, that that apparently there's a nostalgia for that movie that nobody knew existed
2: but it's it's really interesting i would love to talk about it yeah. with you if
1: that gets a good treatment and like we're able to watch it somewhere let's do it
2: yeah it's it's strange it's not yep. and in in every way that it's your typical slasher it's not yeah it's so strange is it
1: marley shelton Yes. Okay. I was trying to remember, and I know the you had, like Katherine Heigl's is... in it, like yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Like it's this crazy good cast, but I was trying to remember who the the lead girl is. It's
2: a it's a it's a neat cast. It's mm-hmm. interesting. The characters are weird. It's weird. It it it's a very strange like mid like late oh, cycle yeah. slasher, yep, but yep, that's yep. not it's really a slasher. I don't know. I I would talk about it though. It's, okay, we'll look out for it. Interesting. Um, saw Battle a battle Angel Alita in the theater.
1: So this is the movie, one of those movies I, like, will refuse to ever watch because I feel like I saw the trailer for three years. And you'd be right. Yeah. How is the movie? I, I didn't like it. Okay.
2: But, like, I feel very negative this people episode. Are re- yeah,
1: well, people are really, like, <laughs> celebrating this movie. It seems like – because I thought this was going to flop. when Because based on the fact that it was clearly a huge budget thing mm-hmm. – And one of those, like, you can't keep trying to make a big budget movie about a property that nobody knows. Like, it just seemed like there's no way this is going to do well. And now they're dropping it in February. But I've heard a lot of everybody, like, on Facebook that I've seen, aside from you, has really liked it. And I think it's doing well overseas. Yeah,
2: apparently it didn't do as well as they would have liked domestically, but it is doing well overseas. And, I mean, I've seen pretty mixed reviews. Um, there were, it, it did a lot of things. Like, there were a lot of storylines. Okay. Like, four or five main things were happening, which is tough because it never felt like any time was really devoted to any of them.
1: And does it feel like a movie that's made to be a franchise, or does it feel Oh,
2: complete... boy, it ends like, yeah. wait for the next one, oh.
1: guys. Whoa, don't do that, movies.
2: Um, so... Uh I there were things about it I really liked. Um it's kind of like a rollerball movie. <laughs> but and when it's doing that, I'm so into it. But also there's this guy like this love interest and they have a really weird codependent upsetting relationship. Okay and like it's kind of gross <laughs> they could have just like cut that whole part out yeah. and also there's like a time lapse issue at the end they're like in, mo- in months went by <laughs> and you're like okay but at the be- during the bulk of the movie they were never like in months went by but people were like having really intense relationships and oh, okay. it just felt like it had the beginning was fast forwarded a little yeah. bit I don't know. <sighs> If there was a second one, I would go see it for more um, Rollerball.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't like Rollerball.
2: Um, wha- two, two more. Rewatched Ghostbusters 2016. because I saw you post hubbub. about that. Yeah. Boy, it was even better than I remembered. I think it's...
1: I mean, I get that it is not... I get that it isn't... I mean, we've talked about this. One of those victims of... 21st century comedy where let them oh people are so good at improv so we're gonna let them riff yeah. for a while and it's gonna drag down the story and all that I get that but mm-hmm. I just think it's a delight it's so much fun
2: yeah I I know that I liked it when I first saw it but like it I really liked yeah. it this second time um I the, don't know it's very clever and it's very <gasps> self-aware it knows what it's oh, doing yeah. it knows It it knows that people hate it already. Right. Like it's just very interesting. Um, I liked it a lot. I
1: will watch it again. And I think that the relationship of those four women, and especially the like Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig stuff, is just special. Like it's done well. They're all so good. Um, that like there is this such a and I've seen people like kind of read it as like oh no, there's also some really interesting lesbian things going on if you want to read it that way uh but even if you don't like it's just a, like there it's a really these women have a really strong complicated relationship and i love that
2: yeah it's inter- it's dynamic and it's interesting yeah,
1: yeah. um
2: I, I yeah i if if you if you were lukewarm on it or liked it a little bit. I don't know. Rewatch it because it might, with different expectations, yeah, just like with sit some back distance, and relax,
0: and just enjoy you might it. enjoy it. Yeah,
2: because it it definitely was, even even as it was releasing originally, like there was a lot tied to it, a lot yeah. of anger and emotion yep. and like negativity.
1: It was hard to watch it apolitically, if you will.
2: Exactly, yeah. that's a very good way to say it. And then the last thing I will talk about is um, Zach and I watched Ghost. (laughs) Yeah? Have
1: you ever seen it?
2: Yes. I 100% have. And I don't think I knew how impactful that movie was on my life. No
1: kidding. How is it? Well, that is why you became a potter, is that right?
2: That's true. 100%. Well, I did have a pottery wheel when I was younger. (gasps) You
1: did not?
2: yes I did oh and I used to play Unchained Melanie on <gasps> uh by piano who when didn't if they had a piano. The piano um I I don't know like she they live like I think it's like on the Lower East Side in that
1: huge oh that apartment. big loft yeah
2: oh my mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know and like there's ways that Wolfie uh, Wolfie Goldberg uh <sighs> delivers lines in that movie oh that so echo in my head to yep. this day it,
1: i still it, whenever it, i like make a mistake on a piece of paper i always want to say i wrote the wrong name <laughs> every time
2: <laughs> it's so good like i would have said like yeah i like ghosts but i think this might be the first time like as like a serious movie watching mm. adult i've seen it all the way through it's so good <laughs> i love it that could easily be on like a top 20 movie list for me. Wow. I guess I didn't remember how much I liked sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Interesting. Good times. All right. Well, that's all I have. All right. Hopefully,
1: what a good list.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So, um, all right. So mine is varied in wild ways. And we start with three movies I watched on planes. <laughs> so, first one, you and I were talking about it a little bit off air. It took me a while to get to, but I finally got to watch Can You Ever Forgive Me? Oh, I want to see it so bad. I think you will love it. Um, it's funny, I watched it and I was trying to figure out later, I was talking to my husband about it and I'm like, I don't, I, I, I don't know if you'd, you'd like it. Because the thing about it is, I mean, Melissa McCarthy is so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you are, it, it is her playing a character that you have not seen her play. And it's also her playing a character that you're like, I don't know who else could have played this character. Because it is so, um, she is, it, it is... Like, to say, like, oh, a character without vanity, like, an actress without vanity, like, it sounds so belittling, but it really, like, this is a, this character, this person is so, part of what makes this character so fascinating is that this is a person that everybody would look past, and, like, there is a scene where this, you know, where she, like, is trying to get, like, a waiter's attention, and, like, they just don't see her, because mm-hmm. she is a middle-aged, um, you know, kind of unattractive, um, slightly overweight. Like, it's just that type of person. But then the other part to that is that, yeah, she knows it and she owns it. And she doesn't – kind of doesn't give a shit because she doesn't like to play nice and doesn't like people. And, you know, and that's a big part of her character is that she says, I have a cat. I like my cat. I don't like anyone else. Um and, and so it's just so good. Uh, Richard, Gra- Richard E. Grant has always been a treasure, but he's mm-hmm. so good in this. Um, it's 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 good. I, I think you would really, really dig it. Uh, it is, like, kind of qu- – it's very quiet, but it's very funny. Um, and it's one that, like, I, I was watching, and I, I kind of, like, I wasn't overly into it as I was watching it, like, here and there, and my mind would start to wander. And then when it ended, like I realized like 10 minutes later how much it sat with me. Like hmm. that it just it did a lot and I think there was a lot in there and I feel like I will rewatch it eventually and get more out of it. Um so highly recommended. If you're flying United Airlines, you you can watch it.
2: I will definitely be watching it. I missed it in the theater up here and mm-hmm. then it was at a super cheap theater and I missed it there mm-hmm. and I don't know. I I will see it. Yeah. I'm af- I'm afraid it's going to
1: make me upset. You know, it's, the thing about it is because it is so, um, because she she is kind of, the nature of that character means it's never that emotional, but -hmm. there's a lot underneath that. Like, there are some sad human things going on, but it never overplays anything. Like, this could have been a maudlin movie, and it is not at all. You know what,
2: that's really good to know. Thank you for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, also on a plane, just trying to figure out, you know, like, you have to be like, sometimes you're in a certain mood on a plane, and you, Very you know. Very true. So, um, I saw this one on there, and I'm like, you know, I remember Christine talking about this movie, and what'd she say? She said I should watch it. So, that is obviously, Liam Neeson is The Commuter.
0: This movie! This
1: movie. That is easily the best way to describe it. <laughs> this movie. Um, this, like, I'm so glad I watched this. It's so stupid. In the best way. It really
2: is. Yeah. you like, have
1: who, Like, who this assembled like, this, this cast? Is mo- this, this is a real movie. Know. Yeah, like, let's make a movie about a commuter. Like, that in itself, right there. And I love the opening <laughs> montage is one <laughs> you of know, my- everybody
2: can relate to that. Exactly.
1: The opening montage is one of my favorite opening montages of all time, because it is an opening credits montage about commuting. <laughs> like- just the It's a montage of him getting on the train And him going home to his wife And him talking to his son And his son has grown up And he sees the same people on the train every day Like, And he just like Look, I, I mean, I technically commute I, I take the bus to work um, And you know, sometimes Like today I saw the kind of annoying homeless guy That tells me I look like Wonder Woman again So like, is that like If you were doing my montage of commuting Would it include that guy? Maybe um, But the point is it, so it does this thing where he's a commuter, and then it turns into the dumbest action movie you've ever seen. It has such an unfairly good cast. Vera Farmiga like, deserves so much better, but I'm so glad she's in this. Um, yeah, it's, Sam Neill is weird. in this movie? What? Yep. Why is Sam Neill in this movie? My favorite. And then it like the, this isn't giving anything away, but there is a wonderful I Am Spartacus moment. At the uh, end. i the commuter. Oh, my God. That is something of beauty. And I think this is on Amazon Prime now. That. You people should watch it. Even if Liam Neeson is a racist who doesn't understand racism, watch The Commuter. It's, <laughs> Look, it's, it's so good. Just because
2: I it's wanted so to kill a random black man before. <laughs> it does not mean. doesn't make me racist. I, oh, goodness. Boy, oh, boy. Liam yeah. Neeson. I was going to go see his, his crazy snow what is it like he's a driver or something in the next yeah. one is that it yeah but now you know what no you know i'm gonna pirate it liam Ooh, neeson
1: look that's you. how i feel about it. arg christine that's one way of doing it yeah <laughs> so again <laughs> liam ahead neeson ahead and a very ignorant man um but he still picks pretty pretty great stupid action movies so <laughs> that's my thoughts on the computer uh, also on a plane, I watched a movie that everybody on the plane watched, because I can tell you, I'm watching this movie, and then at some point I look over and I realize the person sitting two people next to me is also watching this movie, and then when the plane lands, I overhear that person talking to her friend, and she was like, oh my god, you also watch Crazy Rich Agents? <laughs> And then the oh, next that's time, plane movie. when I flew back on the other plane, I saw, like, 12 other people watching it as I was, like, exiting. Because, you know, when you leave, like, people just leave their TV on and it's still going. Um, so, apparently, like, yeah, Crazy Rich Agents is the plane movie to watch. Now, did you see
2: this? I didn't, no. Oh. On my flight, I was going to watch it, but I was... I didn't really watch anything. I was okay. very tired, so I just kind of sat there. Okay.
1: This, the one problem with it is it is like two hours long, so you mm-hmm. do have that issue as far as a plane goes. We you always have to like really gauge if you can get the whole movie in. Um, you know this this is one that obviously has been like quite the talk of the town for a lot of reasons. I enjoyed it. Uh, granted, I watched it on a plane. It it was the perfect movie to watch on a plane because it it is it is fairly light. Um, it is gorgeous because not only is it just it's John Chu who did the step up two and three he knows mm-hmm. how to make a good looking vibrant movie and I think he really does that but it is such a like love letter to clothes and jewelry and mm-hmm. I say that in a good way like this it, the, it you you get what you want here you see beautiful people men and women Wearing beautiful clothing, looking beautiful, and wearing gigantic jewelry, uh, and that in itself is enjoyable. Uh, it does. It it is funny. Aquafina should be president of everything and should host everything because she is she's fantastic. very funny yeah. and she is so good in this. I mean, she doesn't have a big part, but she every time she comes on screen, it is just very funny. Um, you know, the love story itself is probably the least interesting thing when you have Michelle Yao walking, like, in, like a queen doing her thing, I kind mm-hmm. of don't really care about this young couple who, you know, I don't know, are, are just not as interesting as other things going on in the movie. Uh, it's it's overlong. It's probably overstuffed. I think they set up things that I guess happen in books that maybe will happen in other movies, but don't in this one. Um, but it's, I don't know, it, it it's it is what it is, and I think it's... I'm glad it was made. I'm glad it did really well because sure, keep making these movies and everybody in this movie um, should be a movie star. And hopefully this lets them all do roles that aren't just the Asian in the movie because movies occasionally have one Asian actor. Mm -hmm. So I I respect what this movie was able to do. um, And I think it had to be this certain quality of movie in order to do that. So,
2: I will see it at
1: some point. Mm-hmm. It it is
2: it is something I would definitely like to see. Yeah.
1: I will be really curious where you fall on it when that happens. So
2: I will let you know. Surely, do.
1: surely, right here on the feminine critique. <laughs> All right. So moving over to Netflix, a few things I watched. Uh, <laughs> so um, because I like so I, now I am I am a pro choice uh, woman, and so with that being said. One random subgenre of horror and film in general that I get really probably inappropriate enjoyment about are like horror abortion
0: movies. Mm-hmm.
1: I have noticed that about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. There's something about them when they are made with a clear pro-life bent. Um, they are usually terrible and so inappropriate and there is something fascinating about them. So this one on Netflix there's a movie called The Unborn Child. It is a Thai film. Okay. Uh, supposedly based on a true story of some sort. Uh, the true story being, I guess, that they discovered, like, a lot of fetuses buried somewhere. And it turns out it was from a woman who was giving illegal abortions. Because abortion is illegal, I believe, in Thailand. Um, which, I mean, there's, yeah, other horrors involved in that. But mm-hmm. anyway, this movie is, like, takes that and instead turns it into the, that there is, like, the ghost of a baby haunting this couple.
0: Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, you're right to do that. At the end of the movie, the movie just blatantly tells you this movie was made in order to send a message that abortion is wrong, essentially is what it's doing.
2: Well, I mean, obviously, who would want to get haunted by a baby ghost? By a baby
1: ghost, yeah. And then, like, when you find out, like, who the baby ghost is, it's hilarious because it just undoes, like... It it makes no. They've established like these characters as like okay, here's the husband, here's the wife, here's the stuff, mm-hmm. and like then they establish who the who the baby is, and you're like, oh, so this character is completely different from the character I've been watching for ninety minutes. You've shown me a completely different person than who I'm supposed to have been rooting for this all this time. It's the thing is, it's not terribly made. It's um, I mean for for a, I don't think a high budget movie. Some of the scares are decent. Some of the gore is good. Uh, It's just ridiculous when you realize, like, what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And to do it so ham-fistedly... and in such a way where, like, when you meet the abortionist and she's doing her abortion, like, she's also smoking a cigarette. <gasps> and, like, it's, like, Whoa. she doesn't care about it. But then at the end, you find out that, like, oh, yeah, but apparently all the abortions when the baby was a lot, like, it turns out the baby was alive. Oh, she would then raise that baby. So, like, she had, like, a... Like, like, you see her house, and there's just, like, children everywhere, and you're like, wait, is she a villain? Is she a hero? I'm so confused. <laughs> so this is a stupid movie, but if you, I don't know, if you if you like laughing at terrible um, message horror movies, this one's on Netflix. Go for it.
2: I I don't even know if I can.
1: I Thank you for doing it for so me. <laughs> um, I, I, I take him for the team, you know. Uh, On Netflix, I'm surprised you didn't mention this because I feel like everybody on my feed has talked about it, so I finally felt I needed to watch it, and this was Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, Crazy story. (laughs) Mormons are pretty gullible people is kind Mm, of the moral of it. That's what I hear. Yeah, and, you know, this really insane, it is, I think the fact that it is so bonkers makes it I don't want to say enter- entertaining is the wrong word because it is. Like you watch it, like you are glued to it, and you—it's mm-hmm. like a good gym movie because you're just kind of like, "Oh my god, what? Really, this is happening?" Yeah. Um At the same time, it's a—it's a horrible story. It is a man who who kidnapped a twelve-year-old girl and not only sexually abused her but mentally abused her by just grooming her in such a bizarre way where he totally. Just like shook the foundation Of this young woman's understanding Of the world like it's it's Really awful how he was able to do it uh, It's also you just like Your your jaw does drop at how Why it was able to happen mm-hmm. And You know it's it's not that the parents were stupid It's that they were Very like they were of A certain age And generation and Culture that meant he was able to manipulate them to a point where their shame was so much worse than anything else that could happen Mm -hmm. so it's, it's it's crazy um and it is weirdly entertaining i'm curious what you would think i
2: will i know we'll eventually get around to it um i i don't know the the premise of it seemed i couldn't picture it not being like I I don't Mm -hmm. think that's the right word, but like just reading what it was about, I was like, oh, this is just going to be like regular bad. But I guess it's not. I guess it really is that outrageous of a story and it's told well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big true crime person for all of the horror that I like. I love horror. I love reading it. I love watching it. I get very uncomfortable when it is oh no but have you listened to you know this podcast where they reenact real cr- real crimes. I don't really I, I feel uncomfortable getting enjoyment knowing that somebody really went through this and mm-hmm, that I'm mm-hmm. like directly um taking pleasure in somebody else's pain. Like I I do find that very uncomfortable with this I think because it is in it it is coming directly from the victim um who is there telling her story and you know i mean this has now been like 30 40 years and so she is able to really put it in her words and analyze it and and look at it then i i think that takes some of that away so that you're not you're you you know that you are watching a story that this woman has decided wants she wants to tell it so mm-hmm. that makes it a little bit I think morally justifiable. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this should count. Um, Fox has been, so NBC and Fox have been doing their live musical shows for some time to varying mm-hmm. degree of success, but I feel like they've been getting better. I think they all learned a lesson. They started to realize, Oh, we need an audience. Let's bring an audience in. These things work. Okay, great. Hey, it's 2018. You know what Fox is going to do? Fox is going to do Rent Live.
0: Oh, what a good yeah. idea. We're
1: aiming it at I young f- people. I figured you would have watched it. How this. could I not? Um I didn't watch it live, but guess what? Nobody did. Because they didn't film it live. Yeah. Because Rent Live, hashtag Rent Live, did the dumbest thing I think any television, like, any network has ever done since, like, that time they preempted, like, um, overtime of a big football game for, like, Heidi or whatever that that big infamous thing was. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the actors in Rent broke his leg during dress rehearsal. So the next day they were like, oh, shit, what do we do? We don't have an understudy. We haven't planned for this. We could like try to just stage around it and maybe have him in a wheelchair or we could just hey you know what? We filmed most of that dress rehearsal. Why don't we just air <gasps> the dress rehearsal? Is that
2: really what happened?
1: Yes. They aired most of the dress rehearsal and then like the last 20 minutes or so they did live. And how fucking unfair is that to your actors to tell I mean, them, hey guys, really? here's your dress rehearsal, like, you know, let's give it your all because, you know, we do have an audience, but remember, tonight's the big show, or tomorrow's the big show, and then that day you tell them, hey guys, by the way, we're going to air what we did yesterday, and some actors, like, uh, like you could tell, the kid playing Mark was like, uh, I didn't give it my best, I didn't, I was, vocal, I was saving my vocals, I didn't want to blow yeah. out my voice, so... I'm not singing as strong as I would be had you filmed me live. It, it's, it was ridiculous. Um, I, and with that being said, Vanessa Hudgens can can be up and down for us, but man, she can do these things so well. Yeah. <laughs> like, she really, like, she was great in it. Um, was she? she? How was, was wonderful. Valentina? I'd say okay. Um... I think I don't think she is as good a singer as that role calls for. But then again, this was a dress rehearsal, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she was fine. I think she wasn't didn't blow my world, um, but she didn't embarrass herself. Like I think she was fine. Again, it is so unfair to judge any of the performances because this wasn't the performance they were meant to give. They didn't know they were giving the performance that would be aired. And I think that was such bullshit. That's, that's re I, yeah. I mean, I'd heard people mention like,
2: Oh, and it wasn't even li- live. And I thought it was just like, it was like, right. Like some pre- segments pre- or something. Yeah. Or like pre it was pre recorded, yeah. but like everybody knew that. Right. But I didn't realize uh, no, that's what went no. down.
1: And like, so, and again, I get that. Okay. It's a one-time thing. So you don't think to have understudies, but Fox, like, a year ago, Fox Live went through the same exact thing when Vanessa Hudgens' dad died the day she had to do Grease. Yeah. And motherfucking Trooper came out and was the best thing in Grease. Like, wouldn't you then also think to yourself, oh, gee, we should be prepared if something were to happen. What is our backup plan?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, they could have, like, it, it, it's theater. That's the whole nature of theater is, hey, guys, we get one shot at this. Like, hey, if the set falls on you, we just work around it. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. And they just blatantly didn't do that. And it was just so against the spirit of what that is supposed to be. So I will keep that. That is my rant about Rent Not Live. Uh, Moving on. to things that didn't
2: That does suck. And I'm glad that you
1: informed me. Yeah. The world should know. The world needs to know, Christine. Uh, On Amazon Prime, I watched a little movie called Destination Wedding. With Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. I, I, I almost said that sounds familiar. But yeah, I what that a lot is. of people were talking about it. I think, I thought Married with Clickers did an episode on it, but I couldn't find it, so I might be wrong. They, I thought they did, too. Maybe yeah. they were just talking about it. Maybe. That's possible. Um, I, I liked this. I could see somebody hating it. Mm-hmm. It is, I think um, Keith Allison made a good point. He's like, it's it's kind of like before Sunrise, if if the characters were just kind of awful people. Mm-hmm. Uh. And it is. It's these two people that are kind of just do not get along with anyone else and have their things and their ticks and so on. But they, you know, end up connecting. Uh, it is a case where, as you watch it, and I feel like the the world. I mean, we just did an episode with the Keanu Reeves movie, and I have to say, I think Keanu Reeves is having a moment where we finally appreciate Keanu Reeves. Yep, he's really good in this. He's very funny. Um, he's giving a very mannered performance, but, th- but I, I have known people like that.
2: Yeah, I liked the m- the movie a lot. I oh, thought... Oh, I didn't know you they- saw this. Yeah, I think I talked about it... I'm, I'm- sure you
1: did. I guess I didn't listen.
2: last one? No, I mean, movies blend together you always say like yeah i watched that and i go like what <laughs> did
1: True. you when did you talk about that?
2: Yeah, remember I told you um, I watched that i liked it and i agree with you it ugh, not to compare it to a woody allen movie but bear with me <laughs> it has like sim- it's it's quirky and there's like a cadence to speech and mm-hmm. like if, oh, yeah. if, if if you're inclined to dislike it you might dislike it and i totally get why somebody would but there was enough there for me yep. to be charmed by
1: they're just both so good, and when I mean, Winona Ryder is, yeah, like remember in the '90s how like how much you wanted to be Winona Ryder, and you watch this and you're like, oh yeah, I still want to be Winona Ryder. Like yeah. I get it. She she is she was like the cool girl of our generation, kind of, and she, like, you see why. And it's not it's not that she is the prettiest. It's not that she is the greatest actress ever. It's just that there is something so charismatic about her and she's really good in this
2: Mm -hmm. she definitely is um i'm glad that both of them are still around and doing stuff
1: and and together like they have good chemistry together too Uh, all right just a few more i'll run through um kaw kaw k-a-w is a sci-fi i thought
2: there was just a bird loose
1: (laughs) yes in my apartment get him cat get him uh so kaw is a horror movie it's a bird's movie about birds I think it was like a sci-fi original from 2010 or so oh got it you're really painting a picture now (laughs) um Rod Taylor plays a supporting part which is adorable love it yeah uh there are birds and the birds are there because um of Mennonites have been it's it's all the Mennonites fault which is kind of a good twist Mm -hmm. um it's actually like (laughs) I was expecting this to be like oh pure bad CGI but they do use real birds at times (laughs) And so it's kind of like this nice like oh they found a way to blend this pretty well. The actors are all pretty good sports at pretending to be attacked by CGI birds, which I appreciated. Um, yeah, it's this is I don't know it, it's a it's a kind of mediocre killer bird movie, but you could see that it was made with heart, so I appreciate that. Um, I watched another Netflix disc that I got. That was a long wait, and it was an apocalyptic movie, so I bumped it to the top of my list. And I guess I rented it because of the cast, because it's um, what's his name, Charlie from Lost, Dominic, okay, that guy, mm-hmm. um, one of the bro- the guy who was in Frozen or his brother, okay, yeah, no, I mean, one of the Ashmores, thank you, um, <laughs> and Laura, Be- uh, Laura Bell, Ashley Bell from The Last Exorcism who is one of those actors who I am on record as saying, I will see anything she does because I think she's wonderful. Um, it's the apocalypse has happened and there are survivors and they have to fight in order to survive. And there's other survivors trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's, it's okay. It's meh. I'd say if this was streaming, I think it would be like a, maybe a good watch. It's, it's violent. It's pretty, it's very bare bones. Um, It's kind of done in this, like, sort of black and white sepia-ish tone, mm-hmm. so it, like, tries a little bit too hard, and I don't think it quite gets what it's going for, but yeah. I don't know. It was okay. I've seen worse. Um, On Shudder, I told you I do have Shudder, yes. I watched Mayhem. It's the Joe Lynch movie with... It's it's like another version of the Belko experiment, kind of. It's an office building or it's a big law firm. Yep,
2: I think I've seen this go by. Yep. Yeah,
1: I remember a lot of people talking about it because it came out right a, like shortly after the Belko experiment. Only I don't think this came to theaters, and a bunch of people were like, "Oh, this is the movie Belko experiment should have been." And I still think Belko experiment could have been better. Um, yeah. But I think I went into this thinking, like, oh, good, this is just another, like, kind of version of that. And the problem I had is that, like, it's a little bit, there's too much plot to it. (laughs) Like, I like the idea of, oh, it's set in an office building, and there's power Mm -hmm. struggles, and it's people who are unchained from their, like, morals, so they're just going to commit acts of violence and stuff, and it's a good cast. It's Stephen Young from, or Stephen Yoon from Walking Dead.
2: I I 100% know what
1: this movie is. I wish that
2: you had said that it was amazing. I
1: yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's not bad. I won't say it's good. I'd say it's not bad. Okay. Um, Stephen Yoon is great, and I again, I think he's going to be a superstar. He is wonderful and very charismatic. What's her name? Samara Weaving is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I love her. I think she's again has a great career. Like I, I've loved. It. She's done a lot of horror, and she's really good in it. And she's very funny in this. Um, I don't, I don't know why this didn't click for me the way I wanted it to. I think. Actually, no. I do know. There is too much story. Like, there is a plot involving, um, you know, like, uh, revealing the law firm for all the crimes it's done. And, like, it just got more complicated than I wanted it to be on a Sunday afternoon when I sat down to watch this. Like, I wanted it just to be a simple, like, crazy shit in the office and, you know, fight to survive until the clock runs out. And instead, it was like fight to reveal the crimes of your boss and this and this and this. And then, and I was like, I I don't, I don't, there's so many people, why are they in conflict (laughs) with each other? And I just like, my brain couldn't absorb it. So it could have been just me. Um, But I mean, like, it's, it's, it's a recommend. It's just, it wasn't where I wanted it to go. Uh, Upon your recommendation, Mm. I watched a little movie called A Kind of Murder.
2: Which one was this? I'm waiting
1: for you to remember. Uh this is the Patrick Wilson uh Jessica Biel um... Oh yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. I it's and this is sort of like a I mean mad menish as a sort of a murder mystery, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I did like it. Like it's really pretty to look at. Everybody's wearing like turtlenecks and you know, flouncy dresses and drinking martinis, and I kind of dug that. I just didn't love the ending. Like, I wasn't satisfied the end, by the ending. Yeah, Zach said the same thing. Yeah. Like, I don't fully understand. I think I know who killed who and if someone killed somebody and all that stuff, but it felt like. And I think I understand what the movie was saying about that, but it didn't feel clear enough to me. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay, just three more. One is Slice. Which is the horror comedy about a pizza shop with the polar Oh spectators. yeah, I liked it. It's fun. Yeah, um, I watched it via Canopy, which is the Ooh. streaming service connected to your library. So, um, oh yeah, you know, good times. You should you should try that. It's it's totally easy as long as your library is in the network. It's easy to do. So
2: huh, okay, yeah. Um, other people I know have used it, and I I have not taken
1: advantage of it. Mm-hmm. For- I'd recommend um and yeah slice was fun I mean I don't know I didn't laugh out loud that much but it was a good like yeah put it on the background kind of do some things and then chuckle here and there then also on Sh- on Shudder I watched Willow Creek which is the found footage Bigfoot the movie. Bigfoot
2: one I love that movie. with um
1: with <laughs> Detective Wilden from Pretty Little Liars
2: yes I love that movie what did you love about it I don't know I don't remember I just remember <laughs> having A really positive Feeling about it And I recommended it To my mom Did your mother love it? Yes
1: She I, I didn't I Wait I, Did you not? I didn't No I thought The cast I thought the two actors Were good Um. I thought he was really good. I think that, that's a hard Thing to do Like playing a Found footage film When you are Like And I guess By the time this Came out Maybe he hadn't Really done much But like It's hard when you're watching a found footage style movie with an actor that you totally recognize to kind of accept them as this real person, blah, blah, blah. And I thought he was very natural, which I appreciate, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just, it felt to me like I'm just watching the Blair Witch Project only with Bigfoot, but it's not as atmospheric as that. So I don't know.
2: I get what you're saying. I I don't know. Maybe I would feel differently if I rewatched it. I had very low expectations going in, and I was just—I thought they were both likable. They were, yeah, it's a good cast. I thought they're good. It was interesting and and kind of coy. It wasn't like
1: explicit about Mm -hmm. what it was doing. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. I also—I was like doing some other things while I was watching it. I wonder if I had like had the lights off and just sat and watched that and did nothing else, if it would have affected me more. It's Mm -hmm. very possible. Uh, and then the last thing I watched was also on Netflix, and that was a horror movie called Happy Hunting, which I realized after the fact is apparently co-written and directed by one of Mel Gibson's sons, which is interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so this is um, it is sort of a most dangerous game setup where um, you're kind of following this one guy who is, a, who is an alcoholic, who is just like, I forget, I guess not functioning alcoholic, because really he's just the man has not not touched booze in probably years. And he kind of wakes up in this town and realizes he is part, he has been kidnapped with a few other guys. Uh, There is like a town in Texas that once a year basically does a most dangerous game hunt down, you know, they've rounded up five addicts or homeless or alcoholics or something like that. And it's just, you know, hunt them kind of thing. Uh, Mm. And so it's him, trying to also get through not having had a drink so it's him going through extreme withdrawals and all of that but also trying to get away from this mob of people trying to kill him um it was decent I would say like it's I always like a most dangerous game kind of setup I just find I, it, it's I a, know yeah, you do it's just a um, you know it's I just I, I'm an easy mark for certain things. <laughs> give, give me nachos and give me the hunting human stuff. And I'm pretty good with it. Um, it it's well made. It's good. It's a, it's a little bit mean. Um, didn't love the ending. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it, it it's it's well made. And I think if it sounds interesting, I would recommend people give it a shot. So hmm. that's that um all right that is my list of movies that i have watched
2: that was an impressive list
1: thank you uh we are going to take a little break and once we come back we are going to go deep into the shimmer with alex garland's annihilation
0: oh my Time, and time goes by so slowly And time can do so much for you Still more
1: 2018 annihilation based on the novel by Jeff Vandermeer that uh, you read right no but i ha- it's at the oh, library for did. me now i put it <sighs> after i watched the movie i reserved the book and it's at the library so i will have read it by the next time we record okay
2: uh, had you read I don't want you to, to know oh. we read about it after we saw the
1: movie <laughs> but well, I didn't I never read it one no. very interesting thing I think about the movie and the making of it was that Alex Gerland this is apparently a trilogy or like at least there's at least one more book if not two more books and when Alex Garland made the movie he like was only wanted to make it of the first book and kind of said like, no, I'm I'm not even going to reread the book. Like I want to, I want to make it based off my memory of the book. Like I don't want to do a really strict adaptation. Like I want to kind of do it in my interpretation of what I remember reading about it. And one of the interesting things after was as much as this is a pretty diverse movie by Hollywood standards. Um, apparently in the second book, it's kind of revealed that some of the other characters who are, Caucasian in the film are either Native American or, I think, Asian in the book. Oh, interesting. And people got mad, but then he's like, no, 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 I didn't read that book. I didn't know about that when I made the movie. So just an interesting, like, kind of little tidbit there.
2: No, that is interesting.
1: Uh, So people out at home or on the road or, I don't know, wherever you may be listening, uh, a fair warning, we will spoil this because we are going deep. Um, So why don't we... Start with my cats battling did you hear that yeah i i thought maybe it was an outside noise it No, was that's a cat noise that's the, the call is coming from inside the house yeah oh, that's, no that's the cats are fighting misha mookie somebody oh okay i guess we're okay um
0: <laughs> this is <fun>. i'm
1: glad <laughs> do you think that they got um shimmered i was gonna say it, it's kind of like One of them was killed by a giant bear mutant, and then the other one, who is the bear mutant, was, like, making their death call, right? So that's what I thought it might (laughs) have been. But no, I guess we're all good. Or it's just the ghost again. Anyway, Christine, why don't you give a quick synopsis of Annihilation? Okay. So
2: this movie is about this so we see at the beginning that like something crashed into Earth, kind of like in Cloverfield, how you see something crashes, uh-huh. in the, but not it's not like Cloverfield at all. But um, you see something crash and you don't have any context for it. So you're like, whatever, something crashed. But come to find out something crashed and it's made it's made it's getting bigger and it's making this like dome or like this enclosed area that's growing and growing and growing and nothing that goes in comes out and you can't take pictures inside and send them out and there's no communication from inside but but, Oscar Isaacs went in and he came out uh-huh. and he, his wife who is Natalie Portman, probably just going to use everyone's Christian names Why not? um <laughs> He, he goes and sees Natalie Portman. You can use the character names if it's less confusing. I'm just going to use
1: their Star Wars names. So Padme. So Poe po Dameron came, comes back to Padme Amidala. It's, it's
2: on for 10 minutes, maybe. And I said, oh, they were both in Star Wars, yeah. less than 10 minutes. And Zach's like, I never thought about that. So then we ch- started trying to figure out how many had been in Marvel movies. Mm. And four people. Yeah. So. That's just – that's what what I feel. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so he goes and he's like, hey, um, Jane from Thor, Natalie Portman, um, <laughs> I am your husband and I was gone for like a year and now I'm acting really weird. Oops, I'm in an ambulance and I'm sick. Then the government comes and steals Natalie Portman. And, and that's Poe on." And well, yeah, they steal both of them. He's super sick at this point, though. Mm. And like Natalie Portman is like also a biologist, and she had been in the army, so she's like uniquely qualified for mm-hmm. everything that's about to happen, um, which is interesting. And then she find they tell her about the thing that they call the Shimmer, which is this weird shimmery. It looks kind of like shampoo Ooh, or
1: you're oil, right. yeah,
2: or like bubble mixture.
1: Mm-hmm. Like some it's just attractive.
2: Yeah, and about this thing, and then Natalie Portman meets other people. Some of them are Gina Rodriguez mm-hmm. and Tessa Thompson. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee is there. Also, this f- kind of French lady whose name I don't know. Tuva
1: Novotný. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. I don't even know if she was French. It <laughs> doesn't sound
1: French, but we'll go with no.
2: it. but she was. She was very. She was good and gone too soon. Hashtag yes, yes. Um, no, I mean we're going to spoil it. We already right? said
1: yes. Go for it. Keep oh, spoiling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. So then like um Natalie Portman's like I want to go inside this thing. Um but don't tell anybody that my husband is the only dude that's ever come out of it. Uh, but like I'm going to go in. So she goes in with this team and they're all lady scientists Oh, and Jennifer Jason Leigh's like like a psychologist. Mm-hmm. I mean science scientistish. But so all these ladies go in and then hilarity ensues.
1: <laughs> they all uh, talk about their periods.
2: It's all in once you get inside that shimmer, it's all periods and bronze. Oh
1: boy, oh boy. <laughs> and rom-coms.
2: Oh, <laughs> they love them. Yeah, totally. But it's a very visual movie. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh it does a thing. It has a stance, I feel. It it wants to it wants to Hit you with some visuals. Um, th- look, the the shimmer's weird. It does weird things to people. It makes people be weird and makes weird things develop. Um, I think that this movie is about immigration. Mm. But that's, that's just what I'm going to say now.
1: Okay, uh, I-, I can see that. Would you like to develop that idea?
2: Sure. Sure. Um, I saw this movie in the theater, and I really didn't like it. Mm. Well, to say I didn't like it is is extreme. I didn't didn't care about it. Like, I didn't have an opinion. But watching it last night is what I did. And then talking about it a little afterwards, I realized that I think I kind of do like it. Okay. Which is weird. Um, I think I like it because so my spoiler um for later is my recommend is uh the documentary horror noir on shutter oh okay um that's my but so this ties into this so they make uh in that documentary there's this whole portion where like how especially older monster movies the monster was you know the other who which was often mm. black people sure um and so the monster is bad And it's invading, it's taking Recently, Zach and I were talking about A Quiet Place and how that movie Is, is, is kind of xenophobic to us mm. uh, And it's com- it feels like it's coming From a very fearful place Yeah. What I like about this movie Is it's not coming from that place yeah. the, uh, the other which, Whatever is the shimmer whatever's in the shimmer Isn't bad, it's yeah. just different It's not here to hurt us, it's just here and Natalie Portman says something at the mm. end that like I can't remember exactly what it was, but I I turned to Zach and I said, "Is this about
1: immigration?" She's just basically said like it's just it's just here. It and it's I think because it, it's this doppelganger of her essentially, and she's watching it grow and develop, and it's becoming her. Mm-hmm. And her, her her first instinct, which would be my first instinct, is to, to attack it. it. Yeah. yeah. Man and then so then it hits back and she realizes that later when you know the the i think the soldier says you know something of like well it it tried to attack you and she says no i tried to attack it it was just doing what i was doing it was just mimicking me it was really just trying to become me and i think that that is a really because it, it's it so this is the first time i watched it and I think I felt similar the way you did after for your first time, where I thought, you know, there's some interesting things going on visually. Mm-hmm. I I like that it's not outright telling me anything. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's planted some interested, very interesting seeds in a lot of ways. You have these really rich potential characters, but then they all essentially die pretty quickly, one way or another. Yep. Um, but you know that their death means something, and they're because they're all very unique mm-hmm. the way they go. But I don't really get it. Like I don't, I don't feel anything watching, it, and I really didn't. Like I wasn't, I, I didn't. I also didn't find That's it really so scary.
2: interesting.
1: But but as you're saying this, and the only I didn't get a chance to read much about it. I read one article on Vulture that I'll put on the page that I thought was interesting, which was, and I never would have gotten this, and I don't know that it's it, but I thought it was an interesting take. Which is, oh, this is, and I feel like I've this 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 has said a lot of like oh this is also a movie about depression um and about about a death wish or about um losing the will to live which is Mm -hmm. key Mm -hmm. for a few characters right definitely you find out jennifer jason lee's character has cancer um so she goes into the shimmer because what does she have to lose Mm -hmm. tessa thompson's character who you really like And I think this is actually some really good filmmaking going on because she says very little in this entire movie. But she is such a strong presence because, A, I think Tessa Thompson is a very strong presence. Oh, yeah, 100%. You you are so drawn to her. She is such a magnetic person to watch. Um, But you get one line that somebody else says about her, which is kind of like, you know, she oh yeah, she has scars in her arms and, you know, oh, so she's tried to kill herself. It's it's more than that. It's that she's trying to live or something. So then when she makes a decision of you you want to kill this thing, I don't want that. I and you like she doesn't answer that. She's like, I I guess I want to be it. I want to become it. I want to feel it. And she just goes away and something Mm. happens there. So I think so that was just that interpretation that I read and kind of could see things in. Um, and I think it's also true with Natalie Portman's character, where certainly she's a woman that's kind of been numb for a long time. Um, but the, it, I didn't even see immigration, and now as you're saying that, I'm like, duh, of course it's about that. Well,
2: I think, I mean, I think we see what we want to see, right? Yeah. And obviously, that's more on my mind today sure. than when I saw it in the theater. So for me, it was about like rev- like anti xenophobia, yeah. where where like characters are explicitly telling us. Like the the Shimmer's not here f- for us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't maybe even know we exist. Yeah. Yes, it's just doing what it does, and like yeah, in order whole, to survive, the whole thing like it's it's just there, and things have to change. Like the idea that things can always be the way they were, and we can lash out at them and make them stay the way right. they've always meant to be is false. Because yeah. in the end, sure. You know, Natalie Portman lights the place on fire and it seems like everything the shimmer everything in the shimmer dies and it dissipates, but you have two characters now, spoiler, that have been affected by it. And well, and, and
1: one character who's who is probably not who we think he is.
2: Well, that the thing the thing that's interesting about the Doppelgangers is they're not doppelgangers. They're just they're just DNA interpretations of yeah. DNA that was already in there. Yeah. So he again, he's not like a he's not like the mustache twirling version of Oscar no, Isaacs. No. He he is him for all intents and purposes, but he's also just as little him as Natalie Portman is her at that right, point. Right. Because and I mean they the infinity tattoo thing where like the the infinity tattoo transfers from person to person, like people get it. It's just the idea of this DNA and these, these attributes bouncing around yeah. and just getting stuck. So she's not really – she's not the same person that went in. And Zach had made an interesting point about, like, how it's kind of potentially saying any activity or action or experience is going to change you. You're never going to walk out on the other mm, side of something yeah. the same
1: you walked in. yeah. Well, and I think and, there's also an interpretation that could be made just based on the fact that, you know, the last shot is her and Oscar Isaac both with kind of glowing eyes of, we don't know if that is is the same physical person that walked in or if that is 2.0 that came out. Like, it's, it's just, we know Oscar Isaac because we saw, at least with our own eyes, we can think that we know that Oscar Isaac, that version one Oscar Isaac did not come out, but that version redux did. With Natalie Portman's character, we we don't know. We think we see yeah. her come out because we kind of do, but at the same time, and, there's that glimmer in her eye that kind of says maybe it's not her.
2: Well, and Zach and I were talking about that too. I think you're completely right. Like, in and it wasn't it wasn't an over the shoulder like um, Law and Order ending. Like, sure. ah, ha ha, she's the, right, the kid's right, right. really evil. But like, he she he says that he doesn't think he's. You know, the cane that she knows. Yeah. And he asks her, Are you Lena? And she doesn't answer. True. And because I don't think at that point she knows, because she's not anymore. And you kind of, that gets indicated by the infinity tattoo on her arm and by the eyes. I mean, those are the good visual cues. But she was in there for so long, there's no way that she walked out the same, like genetically at her base levels, the same as when she was. In there, she, I mean, they have the scenes of her taken testing her blood, and it was different and right, right, right. sparkly. So, like, she might, she may have destroyed the 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 duplicate version of her, but that doesn't mean that she is still her, her, one hundred percent her. And I found the line it where she's talking to Benedict Wong, and um, he says it came here for a reason. It mutated our environment. It was destroying everything and Natalie Portman says it wasn't destroying it was changing right. everything yep. it was making something new and i said is this about immigration <laughs> that's when i
1: said it because yeah. it's it, that's how i felt like
2: nobody's trying to take anything from you and nobody's trying to ruin anything right 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 but it's just to...
1: coexisting but in and in doing that it's going to change exactly. your surroundings but it's not hurting you it, things yeah. are going to ch- and so i ended up with this massively
2: deep appreciation for the narrative of this movie because i was looking for characters and there aren't for me any characters here that i there are no character journeys that i care about i feel like it's not in that into its character development Mm -hmm. i could see that and that's like my number one thing so if that's not happening, and honestly, I didn't really like the visuals that much. I wasn't, like, stunned by them. I wasn't them. blown away
1: by them. Like, some of it was pretty, but I think, yeah. like, I expected this to be really visual, and especially after yeah. um, Ex Machina, which is, like, more restrained because it's not huge fantasy. It's just very specific kind of sci-fi, but the visuals of that are per, like right, just the house mm-hmm. and the kind of austerity of that house. So then when you have this yep. element come in, like it's, it's really striking. So I was surprised because I watched like the first chunk of this, I watched at the gym and then I watched the rest at home on my fairly big screen. And I, I even when um, the creatures came in and like, I feel like I like was expecting a lot with them and I was like, these kind of look like bad CGI to me.
2: Yeah. it. So I didn't even get, I guess with the first viewing, I didn't even get to the point of like, well, wait, is this larger narrative? Tell Like, is there something here thematically that I'm not getting? I didn't get to that point because I was like, I didn't really like the characters and I didn't mm-hmm. think it looked that good. Guess it didn't work on me. But like, I don't know. After this time, I'm like, I'm... I'm into it. I think mm-hmm. that this is saying this is a monster movie that doesn't do what so many monster movies do. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Monster movies. I was just talking about this with my mom. Cause I told her, did you, you did know that King Kong was about racism and she just about passed out. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, so, you know, slavery boats, chains, whatever. But so I said to her, there are like, in my mind, there are two kinds of monster movies, the fear of the other, and the monster was us all along. Yeah, like I am legend.
1: Yeah, I mean, then, and that's also the, look at every Twilight Zone episode. It's it's usually it's usually the latter, but some every now and then you get the first.
2: Exactly, and, yeah. it, and it's interesting that this is is a, feels like a monster movie in a lot of ways, yep. but it, nobody is the bad guy. Yeah, I yep. and I'm like, wait a second. This is a this is illuminating. This is a whole different yeah. narrative. Yeah,
1: it is actually much more. I think um much deeper and more complicated than probably seems on first viewing. Mm-hmm. And I mean this this did not do well in the theater, but it ha- it also had like a really kind of wacky release because what happened was um Alex Garland was was given, you know, this movie and you know took this property but then after he made the movie, I guess he had an arrangement with the studio to say, like, I get Final Cut. Mm-hmm. And the studio was like, um, this isn't going to do well. Like, we, we can't put this in theaters. So it was something where essentially he was given Final Cut, but that meant it was not going to be released um, theatrically in a bunch of foreign markets. So I believe it was, I mean, it came out in the theaters here, but I think in, like, most other overseas markets, it just went straight to Netflix,
2: Hmm. I do remember that. Yeah, and that was a big yeah. like
1: he was causing a big stink about it because he said my movie was meant to be seen on the big screen. The same time, you could kind of understand a studio saying, "Yeah, but it's not gonna do well." You put this movie in, let's say, China, where there's a certain appetite for a certain kind of film, and you're selling this movie as that film, but it's not that film. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I mean, I'm not surprised it didn't do well here. I don't think this this is a movie that was ever going to have a big wide blockbuster audience. Cause it's too smart for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. And the thing is like the people that like this movie and there were a lot of very vocal people that liked this movie after uh, like loved it and were yeah. rabidly passionate about yeah. it. And I really just felt like on the outs, yeah <laughs> Like what did it, It's an it's all ladies And it's supposed to be Real pretty And I, I didn't I was like eh, I'm an old curmudgeon I don't <laughs> like this movie But like I 100% changed my mind I really enjoyed it
1: Yeah well And the reason I picked it Was because I re- I couldn't remember What you had to say about it But I remembered When you talked about it Probably a year ago now um, Whatever your opinion was I remember you kind of saying Like but I want to hear what you think, and I'm, yeah. you know, I kind of want to rewatch it, and so, and because since then I've heard so many people talk about this, and people whose opinions I really respect, um, that I've that I as soon as I saw it was on Amazon, it's on Amazon Prime by the way, everybody, I was like, you know, like I'm gonna, I want to watch this, but like let me watch it with a purpose because this way mm-hmm. I don't just put it on my queue and forget about it. Like if I watch it knowing you and I are going to talk about it, I'm going to watch it more carefully, and it was interesting to me because it was not by any I didn't love watching it I really didn't I mm-hmm. I got into it at a certain point but it it deliberately keeps you out of it for a good chunk right it kind of you know it it unwinds its story does that thing where it kind of gives you bits of history throughout so you're not fully aware of why characters are acting a certain way mm-hmm. um, you have this amazing cast of women who are dynamic interesting actresses who we've seen do great things and it very deliberately doesn't give you much of them even like at a certain the whole i'm watching this i'm like i know especially when i was at the gym watching it at first and it was kind of dark and it's a kind of dark movie when you first yeah see them, it is a dark Yep. I, I couldn't tell who they were i'm like okay i think i, I know Tessa thompson's in that so i'm that's jessa thompson but who is that I, I know that i know her voice who is that i can't tell i didn't know it was gina rodriguez like it wasn't until, like, I got home and then pulled up IMDb, I'm like, oh, duh, that's Gina Rodriguez. I was like, I didn't, couldn't tell from watching it because the movie doesn't, you know, lock you into their faces and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think, and on one hand, it's, it's a little frustrating because you kind of, you know, want to, you don't want these these great actors wasted at the same time. I think it actually does it so smartly. In um, the way we're talking about it now, where it's like, like, yeah, because we we don't have to know them that deeply as people. We understand kind of who they are in relation to what's going to happen and how they're going to react yep. to it. You're completely right, and I think that's
2: what I had trouble with. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I I'm getting it now. Now that we're talking about it, I didn't get it when I was watching it.
2: I I something that you just said that really hit with me i remember sitting in the theater and almost feeling like it was a chore to get through yeah yeah and and even from the beginning this time knowing what i was in for i didn't necessarily feel that way mm-hmm. and but and like by the end when i was like really feeling like wait i think i might understand this movie not like i'm not going to claim that i actually understand it sure but like i'm getting something out of it yeah. like it, w- once that started clicking i was like oh no, <laughs> hey everyone, this is a good movie. You all knew it, but it took me, took me a second. <laughs> and I, I like it was I was like hesitant to be the 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 the, the dissenting voice on this one because yeah. of all the things. Well, the you thing know? is, like, you
1: want to root for it, like for sure. Yeah, I mean the like you liked Ex Machina, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think Ex Machina is such a is a great movie for one thing, but I I love kind of what it's saying about men um, almost more than what it's saying about women. Cause I think it really is kind of making this interesting point about this sort of bravado and this need to save women. And then just how, how short sighted it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this film where it's, it's not, it's really never about gender. And I had assumed, based on knowing that, oh, right, it's about they kept sending in troops, but then now they send in a women troop, I thought it was – like, that was a thing. I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah, they decided to send in females because maybe they thought that the, there was something about men going in that was a problem. They wanted, But correct me if I'm wrong, it's never explained why it's women, right? It's just women.
0: N- Am I wrong? No.
2: It, they, they make – when they're all sitting there on the picnic table, yeah. they say, like – Natalie Portman points out that they're all women and she, and I think, I'm not sure. One of the characters at the table says, yeah, all scientists they've been sending in military. That's it. And then that's it.
1: Which (laughs) is really like, that's pretty big, I think for a movie Mm -hmm. because, you know, we, Hey, we went through it with lady ghostbusters, you know, two years ago of this whole, like, you know, or think of what Ruth Bader Ginsburg has always said about the Supreme Court. When will you know that we're past a thing, past gender being an issue? And what she said is when there are nine women on the court, because nobody ever batted an eye when it was nine men. But mm-hmm. you say that and people just drop their jaw because they can't fathom it. And why can't you fathom it? It's you know, And that's what this movie kind of does, is it's just like, yeah, no, it's, it's four or five women going in but it's like it's never a thing it's it's you're right it's just yeah we're sending in scientists this time and they happen to be women and that's really awesome for a movie to do Mm -hmm. and like it wasn't and there was no
2: flinching at why natalie portman was going in because she was she even aside from the fact that she had vested interest in it she was completely
1: qualified Totally, yeah she was and, a like, biologist and she had a military yep. background.
2: She had a she had a reason to be there. She mm-hmm. should be there, you know. And I and I appreciated that. It wasn't some like special pass. Right. Cuz she was somebody's wife.
1: Yeah. And I mean it does do something that every movie that has ever had a female character in a situation like that does where yeah, one of the characters has a dead kid, <laughs> but but it's, it, yeah. I feel like, that could have also been a man who had a dead kid. Like, it, it didn't, the fact that it was a mother, I don't think did anything different than had it been the same movie with a male character in that part.
2: Yeah, and I didn't necessarily feel like, th- I feel like just everybody kind of had these little, like,
1: well, why are they here moments? Yes, yes. And, and, and as and simply I didn't feel as not like that be one done. was
2: necessarily like, eh.
1: Yeah, no, and it made sense, this idea that everybody, you know, you have two characters who are there because they have lost someone. Yeah. You have a character there because she is constantly in, or two characters who are constantly in danger of losing themselves, basically. One who has an addictive personality and the other one who, you know, kind of has, I guess, suicidal tendencies. And then you have Jennifer Jason Lee's character who... Mm-hmm. Is there with that, you know, yes, because she has lost any, any real chance of surviving past a certain point. Um, yeah, and it all it, it fits, and I think another film could have really gone wrong with that setup. There, there's a million ways to have gone wrong with that. we <laughs> will put it that way. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of the creatures?
2: Eh, i l- like i like the idea of the bear
1: i like the idea of it didn't like the execution of it i didn't like the execution yeah, of it, it just i also like the
2: I- the idea of like the bear taking on someone's you know, voice
1: at first i did and then i realized you know what that is that's what? totally the fir- that's in the book not in the film but that's totally what happens in the hunger games yeah, a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right. right? Yeah. Like for yep. those of you who've, who've seen the movie but haven't read the book, in in the Hunger Games, at the very end when like there was, there's these crazy wolf like creations mm-hmm. that are after them, in the book it's like all of them have facial features and vocal yep. features of somebody who everybody else cares. So it's either like Prim or Rue or like all dead people that have come back in the form of these wolves. And yeah. I just realized that, like, as we were talking about it, it, was like, "Oh my God, they ripped off the Hunger Games." Yeah, even even the Hunger
2: Games with the um the birds. The that st- Yeah, that's right. That, or yeah, the yeah, that can jacket, sound like
1: jackoese or something.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I think I might have thought of that the first time mm. we watched this, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't pop in my head this time. Like, I like the idea of that, but I didn't. Don't know if I loved the execution. Yeah,
1: I, I'm with you on that.
2: But but then like the like the 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 form the form people the people <laughs> that like the when she gets starts to get like cloned yeah I mean people really loved that sequence like where where it was like she was being mimicked and the mm-hmm. music was all wild I that in the theater that's when I was like I don't think I get this mm. because I I mean I, I see what you're doing and I and I understand why I should like this but I, it just wasn't hitting for me at all. Okay. And it didn't again this time. Yeah. But I, I was intrigued that. The larger by that, themes were, were like, oh, this is cool.
1: Yeah. I, I think I found that scene cool, I guess. And because, because yeah. you're to me too. And again, having watched it the one time, you're so tense because you're really not like, you're just, you are constantly expecting it to try to kill her. Cause yeah. that's what we've been trained to expect when we watch something like that happen. So to see where it goes is pretty neat. Hmm. Um. And I am not always the biggest Natalie Portman fan. I and and I will just come out and say yes. It is because I really hated her attitude in the first three Star Wars films. <laughs> I think I think I can understand she was like 15 and filming in a desert and was unhappy and she was being directed by Georgia Lucas with George Lucas dialogue. But I just feel like she never tried. <laughs> um. So I will and I I will say it. I have always held that against her. So whenever like people I knew, and especially, like, dudes I knew, because dudes our age are, like, in love with Natalie Portman. Yeah. Um, oh.
0: I th- right? I don't right, know aren't it. they?
1: And don't you think it's because they're like, oh, because it's because she's so smart?
2: I right? don't know. But I had this experience where I was told that she was the pinnacle of beauty. And I was like, uh, Yeah. Do you see who you're with right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's fine. But, like, also calm down yes like and i don't know i mean she is smart and right i'm sure she's i'm sure she's fine i don't know that much about she, her she's
1: from long island i knew somebody that i think went to like yep. acting class with her and said she was kind of snobby but this is like in
2: 1993 so yeah but when, like, back i would in the be snobby too if i was natalie Portman. yeah snobby and slutty exactly. what, are, what is yes. that saying about the person giving that report exactly
1: um but so no but it's totally a thing and like to our male listeners if you're like but I like Natalie Portman like I'm not like saying you shouldn't right like hey like who you want to like I my husband has a fear that I would leave him for Clancy Brown I'm not gonna say whether that's true or not but (laughs) there was something so specific about the way every way that I've ever heard a man talk about Natalie Portman that I do feel like they they have a they like you know they are attracted to her they have a crush on her because I think it makes them feel like better than if they had had a crush on um, Pamela Anderson or something like there's something oh, kind of snobby about the crush. She's smart and has brown hair, right? And she's petite, and it's not like she's all yeah. boobs. Like it's it's more like you know that. Yeah. So there's always whenever somebody's like, oh Nelly Portman, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, I think she's. All that being said, as I've insulted people, who are like, oh, I mean, Portman.
2: yeah. Zach, Zach just said it's because she's showed up when she was so. He typed it to me. She, she showed <laughs> up when she was so young. So there's like a, this a weird That's age. The other, other creepy
1: thing fe- that I've always wondered about. Yeah,
2: fetishization yep. for her. Um, similar with Hermione.
1: Oh uh, God, yeah. Uh,
2: or the Emmer- Olson, like the Olsen em-
1: twins too.
2: Yeah, but like. I, and I'm not saying anybody that's like into Natalie Portman is because they're like weird, like hidden pedophiles. It's right, not what I'm right. saying but <laughs> but but like, like cause she's a lovely beard. woman I thought yeah, she was sure. she was very beautiful specifically in Black Swan. I don't know. I liked her the outfits they chose to put her in, in that um but like I don't know i I never got it like the way yeah. some people were into her. She's fine in this. you know who the real hero is in this Jennifer Jason Lee. So good, yeah,
1: yeah. I She's so all of that was for me to say. I actually thought Natalie Portman was very good in this movie. She like, was, she was good. Yeah, it, but come but on. you're right, Jennifer Jason. Well, Jennifer Jason Leigh is like always the best thing in something and she, her it, voice is like it's so you know what's cool too watching this like because i watched what, did, what was the name of that movie morgan i watched morgan not that long yes, ago she's and she's kind too. of playing the same character right? yeah. like i like jennifer jason lee now like her being typecast as this sort of like world weary um psychologist who and who always ends up in like a violent death like i'm i'm cool with that with her playing, like, kind of bitchy, but kind of right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah, I like it, too. It's it's great. I called it a very lived-in character, mm-hmm.
1: and I really agree. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't find out much about her. And, <laughs> and that's, like, but yet it's one of the marks of, like, good casting that you put her there. You put Tessa Thompson in and give her 12 lines in the whole movie, but yet I am so invested and like with that character Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a good point um I forget did you see Arrival yes okay because I I feel like this if you had to like kind of say like what what would you compare it to I would probably compare it to Arrival in many ways I didn't like that movie I wonder if I rewatched it if I would like it Mm, yeah yeah Because I feel like it's a similar, here's this big, grand sci-fi setup (laughs) that you've seen before, but we're going to attack it from a much more sort of human level of like, but what does it mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, Rewatching that, I might be like, oh, actually, now I'm getting a lot out of it, and I really enjoy
1: it. Hmm, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's a really odd film in so many ways because I it's one that i had a feeling like would be something of like oh i probably need to see it a second time or really like read more about it but it is a case where the more you kind of think about it and talk it out i think it really you you can see like you're saying there's a lot more going on than ever is outright said no mm-hmm. yeah. yeah interesting i wonder what he's doing next that alex garland
2: that is a wonderful question. Let's because see. Because I am suddenly more interested than I was. Oh, his previous. IMDb
1: photo is unfortunate. I'm going to look. I don't know. I'm he's wearing like a zip-up hoodie. He looks really uncomfortable. He looks like it's like it looks like a driver's license photo. I
2: don't think, yeah, I don't think I even know what he looks like. I, I, I think you'll be surprised
1: when you see. Um, oh, he's I can't wait to find doing out. a bunch of... He is directing something called Devs, which is a TV show about a computer engineer investigating the secretive department division in her company, which she believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend. I don't know what that is. So, Ooh, but Nick Offerman's in it? How interesting.
2: So I continuously forget who he is. Zach literally read me some of his credits last night. I have—I'd already forgotten. Of course there has to be something else in this movie of course i cannot he wrote sunshine
1: yeah i forget that yeah
2: that's the screenplay for never let me go mm-hmm. come on i can't like there's got to be stuff there yeah i think that maybe that's why i was so bummed out because like like he, he he's my kind of guy mm-hmm. i i have historically like Twenty-eight days later, the beach. Dread. Yeah, come on, come on. I, uh, this is a. I take back everything negative I said about this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I'll, I'll probably revisit it like in a year. It's one that I think definitely warrants another viewing, but not such a close one. Like it's probably will be an interesting one with commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's an interesting one i guess is where i'd where i'd say yeah
2: well i'm glad that this is what we picked so i can watch it again
1: yeah yeah yeah. um i'm curious for anybody who has their own thought because i feel like this was very divisive and again i i heard more positive than negative but i would love to hear from our listeners on what they thought and if they saw other themes that we're not seeing in here, because I'm sure there's other interpretations. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that it is so, um, that it never tells you anything or really leans anywhere, I think makes mm-hmm. it so much more open, which I appreciate in a film. Uh, it's very ambigu- ambiguous, ambiguous, if you will, even. Uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting. All right. Do you have any more to say about Annihilation? I
2: don't think so. Okay. But would again,
1: you... thank you for... Oh, any anytime, I'll make you watch something. <laughs> 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 uh, and for our listeners, it's on Amazon Prime. I would definitely recommend watching it. I, I mean, it's probably better on a bigger screen than little, just because it's kind of muddy otherwise at times. Yeah, it's dark, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, but cool. All right, so on to our Netflix recommends. Or not Netflix, but our streaming recommends. Um, yours is not Netflix, obviously.
2: <laughs> no, mine was Shudder. Mm-hmm. So um, produced and written by personal friend
1: and also somebody who you know. Yes, I do. And are friends with. Yeah, we um, shared a hotel room a- together before.
2: Ashley Blackwell. That is so cool. I just about cried when I saw that this was gonna get released. Yeah. It is did you watch it? Not yet, not yet. It's so good. And if like there they talk about some stuff that I already knew and they talk about movies that I already knew about, but it doesn't matter if you think that like oh what can they talk about that i've never heard about shut up you just (laughs) if for no other reason show up for like um to listen to tony todd talk to oh His
1: talking is so good
2: to listen to all of these takes from these these actors um keith david like these are the reasons to show up because there it's Obviously, you're probably going to walk away with a couple movies that you haven't seen. Even if you're like, I'm a a horror movie completist. I've seen seen it all. No, you haven't. You you might have, but there might be a couple things you walk away with, which is good for movies like this. But also just hearing these people talk about their experiences and just kind of like shooting the shit with each other is so interesting and so good. And I mean, everybody's really already hit it from the angle of like the cultural significance and Mm underrepresentation of. Of black people in all genres but horror and yeah too. In particular so like i get like do obviously show up for that but if you're like well that's not enough to get me to watch no it's good it's not going to and if you feel I, I read somebody say i don't want to watch something that's going to make me feel bad <laughs> like obviously you <laughs> have, have some stuff to sort exactly
1: out. yeah oh i'm so sorry for your feelings in this, this was world a, this was a joyful thing to watch oh that's so good to hear um, yeah I'm really excited to watch it it's it is on shutter so it's one of those like I kind of have to watch it when I'm home and able to yeah I can't really stream it that well or stream it meaning like I can't uh, watch it on Wi-Fi I guess is the better not <laughs> Wi-Fi on network like when I'm commuting which is usually when I watch things um, but that is so great I'm so happy for her and I'm so excited to watch it and I'm I'm Looking forward to it. It's
2: so. it's definitely really great, and I can't wait to hear
0: what yeah. you think when
1: next we meet. I will probably have seen it. So
0: Woohoo! cool.
1: um I guess I'll recommend because I totally also forgot about the fact that I forgot how we do this show sometimes. <laughs> you know, ever <laughs> since we took away the ratings, I'm like, I don't know. There's rules to this thing. Um, Did you know
2: that every ever since we took away the ratings, I would say. Almost every movie we've watched since then, I, while I'm watching it, I think, "What should I rate this?" And then I'm like,
1: "Wait, I don't think we do <laughs> and that." Of course, the irony being, you never remembered that nope. we actually did that when we did that. So I, I just cannot win with you, little Christine. <laughs> um, so I'll just say, uh, if you haven't already watched it, because I feel like a lot of people already have, on Netflix, the you know, <laughs> this is the world we live in, where every other week there's a new show on Netflix that everybody yep. talks about, and then they stop talking about it. Um, but I have to say, I really enjoyed Russian Doll did you we we'll, I, I think we'll get to it I, yeah it's i mean it is 8 episodes and they're under a half hour each so it goes by really quickly mm. um it is really fun in terms of its kind of spirit and tone it's funny there are serious things that happen but it is never heavy hand like that sort of line between drama and comedy can be really tough like look at orange is a new black as a prime example of a show that really doesn't know how to do it and never really did but has gotten really bad at it um and this does like it's this is a comedy but there's heart and kind of depth to it and at times you realize like oh this is much darker or much heavier (laughs) than it's kind of presenting itself but it's never like like it it's never devastating. It's just kind of heavy in a good way, in a very human way. I think um, I've always loved like Natasha Lyonne is the Ugh, person I you know. always wanted to play to be your best friend. Like, yes, she is. She plays the same character and everything, but she's really good at it. And this is a show. Like I mean, she was a co writer and creator on it. She knows exactly what her strengths are, and she is a, a delight because you get to watch her do exactly what she should be doing. Um, and it's it's fun i think it's very satisfying not that it doesn't i'm not saying it gives you all the answers but it ends and you feel as if okay these characters went somewhere and i went there with them and i leave feeling satisfied so mm. i would definitely give it a go
2: i i definitely will you know we still haven't even finished glow like i don't oh my goodness there's there's completion wow. issues sometimes yeah, clearly yeah
1: like we stress because we're not good bingers like everybody I know you know oh Punisher's out did you watch all of it no we haven't started it yet we're yeah. still finishing up Daredevil like you know we watch one episode at a time typically we're not yeah. We're not up till 3am like these kids today who can just no, no.
2: stream it <laughs> us too us too um, oh here's here's a re- I recommend too if you haven't watched Lemony Snicket's series Unfortunate, unfortunate Events all three seasons that's it there's not going to be any more on Netflix we finally finished it it's the best ever
1: Huh? I probably I never, said that before yeah I never would have thought to watch it
2: oh my gosh it's so good no kidding it's so good huh. Um, and if you don't like Neil Patrick Harris singing which I don't think is well, a problem I mean, for you how is that going
1: to be a problem for me come on but it might come be a on. problem for other
2: people it definitely slows down
1: oh that's as the, just as I the series goes that's on like something you don't tell me if you want me but to watch but you something. won't even
2: notice because you'll just have already <sighs> fell in love with the show
1: but then I'll be like why isn't there more singing
2: I like singing <laughs> You might. You might be like that. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Do you have anything burning on your little brain about what you would like to watch and cover for the next time we meet? I don't really. Okay. I feel
2: like we talked about a lot of things and said that we should we cover did. them. did.
1: Well, I remember... See, the only <laughs> problem is whether or not things are streaming anywhere. That's true.
2: Um, I think that... I don't
1: think Valentine is anywhere that
2: you can get it easily.
1: You know, here's a side question because... Um, I've been trying to find, like, I know people talk about, like, oh, well, there's sites that tell you where you can stream things. But every time I go on one, it will always say you can't stream it. And, like, I don't, I, is there, okay, what I'm asking people, is there a good website for figuring out if you can actually stream something or not? Because I'm used, striking out. We have
2: can I stream it? I bit, was, it's and
1: not... I, well, according to can I stream it, you can't stream anything. Everything I check says no, and I'm like, but yeah. it's on Netflix right now. It's a Netflix original. I'm just checking. Um, just watch to see if it's on there. Uh, it's like $2.99 everywhere. Okay, well, we will see. Maybe it's somewhere that we don't know about. Uh, we'll see. So, okay, we will announce whatever we're going to do for the next episode I guess on Facebook and Twitter, if I remember to go on Twitter, um, so we will try to tell everybody what that's going to be as we figure it out.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Yes,
1: We're, get you know, give us time, folks. We've only been doing this for a hundred episodes. We're still learning the ropes. <laughs> All right, but on that note, oh, right. do you have you have anything to promote? Any stories you want to mention? Oh, you, if you
2: want to follow me on Twitter, it again, it's paraxtine, P-A-R-A-X-T-I-N-E. I've, um When I wasn't working, I got published a couple times, a few times, which was nice. I actually committed to sending things out. And I've had some stories show up that you can read online. So if you want to go to my Twitter, I retweet them there or my website, which is my
1: name. Very nice. You're um, so inclined. I, everybody should be. Um, I clicked on it, and then I was at work, and I didn't get a chance to read it. But I will soon, so don't you worry.
2: Well, thanks. A few people seem like they actually did, and they said they liked it, which is nice. You know what? I'm glad that you even took the time. That's really nice I of you. You know, I gave, you, you, I I gave
1: you a click, but I will give you an actual read as soon as I get the chance to. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Um, and I have one thing coming up, uh, March <gasps> 19th. Just three weeks away. If anybody is in New York, come to the Alamo Draft House on Tuesday, March nineteenth, nine thirty p.m. Which I know is late, but guess what? The movie that we're talking about is only seventy-seven minutes because it's one of oh, the greatest movies it? of all time. It is Stuart Gordon's Dolls, and I'll be giving an introduction to it.
2: That's very cool. Um,
1: it's, it's, I love this movie so much. It's so good and it is again i've often said like this is my recommendation whenever people are like i have kids and i want them to watch horror movies what can i start them with i'm like dolls and then everybody tells me i'm a horrible human being but seriously dolls is like the best horror movie for kids because it eases them in because it's a moral tale and as long as you're good the dolls won't come and kill you so therefore why would you not want kids to watch this movie look i've never seen it but it <gasps> seems pretty troubling You've never seen dolls? no girl I'm girl what's I know. i'm you? sorry
2: I know. Oh, my God. I probably have consciously never told you that.
1: You might not have because you might have known that would mean that we weren't friends. I know. Girl. It's a big one. Oh, that is upsetting. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <sighs> on, the, on that depressing note, <laughs> I'm tempted to say, do you want to do dolls for the next episode? But I feel like I would needed. if you wanted to. I mean, I can kind of always talk about dolls. It's up to you. All right. Let's think about that. Okay. Okay. Um so everybody, come to Facebook, feminine critique, and give us your thoughts. And in the meantime, I don't know, go to the shimmer, stay away from the shimmer, go into the shimmer. Apparently it's not that bad, right? You know what?
2: I think that the shimmer is unavoidable.
1: Yeah, at this point you don't really have a choice. Happened. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. If you see a doppelganger, don't do what I would do, which is for your first instinct to be to attack it. Like, maybe chill. Right? Do you like that was it what was that movie? Plus one? yeah right like the one chick who's like becomes one with her doppelganger and it's the greatest thing in the world maybe that can be you there you go there you go all right folks good night
0: I'm Nina. I'm Jim. And I'm Steve. We're Veruca Salt. And you're listening to Blow It Out Your Ass.